Welcome to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. How do you know if your pet is still with you after they pass? How do you understand the connection between wild animals when you encounter them? Do they mean something to you? How does the animal connection overlap with spirit and the human journey? Well, listen to Sharon now as she shares her thoughts and experiences. Hey, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. Remember, before you leave uh, this podcast, make, make sure you listen to it all the way through so that you get the animal card I'm going to pull for this particular segment uh, around animal totems and animal spirit guides. So stick around till the end. It's only going to be about 15, 20 minutes long, and hopefully you're going to enjoy this podcast. Today, I'm going to respond to some of the emails that I'm getting. Um, I'm getting a ton of response to people who are asking for particular types of topics, uh, things they'd like to hear about. And one of um, one of the emails I got was quite long and um, about how much this young lady is in really enjoying listening to the podcast. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to any other, you're listening to this is your first one. Um, you might want to take a listen to some of the others because uh, they're they're pretty good. I mean, there there's lots of good information about them. I sound like I'm tooting my own horn here. I don't mean that. What I mean is they've got lots of information. And if there's a topic you like that you see in the topic list, you might want to give it a listen. Today, I want to talk a little bit more about animal spirit. Um, this particular client that uh, had sent me this request lost a very dear friend of hers who happened to be four-legged. Um, and when she lost him, she was lost. This is a gal who uh, has had a heck of a life story. She's worked really hard her whole life. She's just a little dynamo. She's one of those warrior women <laughs> And she had a beautiful dog called Sammy. And when Sammy passed, she was lost. Sammy would do everything with her. They went hiking together. She spends a lot of time working out out of town and living in her trailer um, while she's at work. And Sammy would be her companion. And he'd be the one that would be with her and hang out with her. She'd share her dinner with him, the whole bit. And they did lots and lots of nature walks. Like they really liked nature walks. And one of the questions, well, a couple of questions, she first of all was wondering, what is the question after they pass? How do I know they're still there? How do I know they're still with me? And she said she was really shocked when Sammy died because uh, he made his spirit known to her and that he's around her at particular times and how strong his energy was and how much she noticed it. And it's just kind of shocked her. So now what she's really asking for is if I run across other animals when I'm out in nature on a regular basis, for example, what does that mean to me? And, um, and, how, and, and, and so I want to address, first of all, how do we know our, our spirit animals are around us? Well, I've told you lots of stories about my particular animals that I've had in my life. And um, one of the animals I had, of course, was a cat who passed and kept showing up and in this home um, where I am now and still to this day shows up all the time. Uh, we can even hear him every once in a while, but he, he shows up all the time energetically. Um, he's even had my husband so far as get out of his chair to go feed him when he's, you know, he's spirit animal. He's in spirit. 
and we do have another cat and you think, oh, well, you just thought it was him and it's the other cat, but the cat was sleeping in a different location. So it was the cat that had passed, Milo. So you can tell your animals are with you by uh, some of the things that will happen in your home. For example, if you have a new pet, they will notice the old pet and they will often play with them. So they'll often get rambunctious and they'll play around and they'll look like they're having tug of wars, but there's really nobody there but them. Um, they play outside, particularly in the in the, animals like being outside most often. And you'll sometimes you'll hear them. Sometimes you'll just feel them right next to you. And sometimes it just gives you that warm feeling in your chest when you think about them. And you just sort of go, I know they're here. I know that my my beloved pet is here with me. What I wanted, the second thing I wanted to talk about was what does it mean when we run into different animals out in nature? Well, we all know that we have animal spirit guides. And if you're not sure about that, you can become sure about that. And you can actually find out what your animal spirit guide is by um, looking it up in regarding your birth date. Oftentimes, I always knew it was the raven for me. I always knew it was birds, first of all, but I always knew it was the raven. When I would see the raven, I always just knew that I was being guided. There was messages for me to learn. There was something for me to know. But I didn't live in an area where there was ravens. Um, and I've even though I lived in BC and I moved across the Rockies to Alberta, it wasn't until I actually came into Alberta that I started seeing ravens a lot more. And when I did the uh, exercise, um, the, the questionnaire on, or when I looked up birth date connection to your totem animal, it was the raven. So I was, I was right the whole time. So you're, if you're intuitive, there's a very good chance you already know what your spirit animal is. One of the things this gal asked me about, she was asking about a fox and she said that she's, uh, she had a fox that would, in fact, let me read this to you. Whereas the little fox, she's a gentle little fox who came and visited her every morning at work. And, and then she said, of course, and then he died. But her father, who she works with, really, really took care of her and actually had somebody bury the fox because he found his body. And she had he had someone bury the fox off the crew so that this fox was going to find eternal rest. And she was really sad. And she said she tried to save him when she had the chance, but he ran off. And when it's time to go, it's time to go. Any animals, when it's time to go, it's time to go. We don't get, they don't get so hung up on things like people do. And I got to tell you, communicating with animals who've crossed over, when I have clients come in here and they, um, they want to talk to their crossed over dogs or cats or four-legged loved ones, some of them aren't so easy to figure out what kind of animal they are. I had a fellow that came in and I ended up communicating with his turtle, which was really interesting because I didn't know what I was communicating with. I just knew that it was different, but it was still very clear. Communicating with animals is a lot easier for me than communicating with people, even the crossover people I'm talking in spirit. Not that it's hard to communicate with crossover people. It's just animals are quicker. They're faster and they're simpler. They come through, they give you the message, they hang out for a bit, then they leave. But they're very uncomplicated and they can show me things. I find that I have really clear visuals when I'm communicating with my crossover animals or with somebody else's crossover animal that's come through. In other words, they'll take me on little journeys. And one of the things this gal who asked me this, and her name is Rebecca. Shout out to you, Rebecca. 
Rebecca, uh, sending you big love and thank you so much for your amazing email. Uh, one of the things that she said was that Sammy, her dog, took her on dream journeys. And she said she wants to know, will he take care of the new dog that she's got now and her health and things like that? Spirit animals will always take care to some degree of the animals that we currently have on the planet. But no different than humans, animals come here to be um, to have their own experience as well. Now, their journey is different. They're generally in support or in service to the human experience because we are the sentient beings here on the planet that have the power of choice. And so they come to support our journey and to help us learn how to grow and become bigger and better and stronger and reach for enlightenment. Now, the situation with the fox, if you ever were to look up fox, symbolism of fox the symbolic meaning is physical or mental responsiveness. So increased awareness, um, cunning, seeing through deception and call to be discerning. And Rebecca, you know, you're doing that all the time at work. Ability to find your way around to be swift in tricky situations. So, for example, if you work in a position where um, now Rebecca's job is outdoors and with a lot of men. And so sometimes she has to really stick to our guns because the men can be very challenging at times. And, and that's just the way it is when a woman gets into a, a line of work that is male dominated. Um, and also affinity with nocturnal activities. The Fox represents the activity with nocturnal activities or affinity and dream work. And when, so when Fox appears to you in, in life it encourages action and quick, swift movements because, you know, Fox is quick, right? So it means you may be called on to take action in a way that shows your adaptability and your ability to move quickly and move quickly through obstacles and resistance. And being inspired by a fox totem, you can work at developing the sharpness of your mental skills, your analytical intelligence and your power of deduction. Uh, your observation can come into play more powerfully in how you deal with daily matters of bigger projects, which, of course, everybody's back at work now. There's no more shutdowns out in the pipeline or out in the rigs. And all these crews are back at work and they're all really busy and they're big projects. So the spirit of the fox may also imply that you're sharpening your physical alertness and your responsiveness. And of course, that has to do for you in your position, Rebecca, as the people around you. So thank you for your email. I really appreciated it. Another animal that comes up a lot um, and it came up again in um, Rebecca's email. She was talking about woodpeckers and um, she was talking about how she was having some very close interactions with woodpeckers. So I thought, well, maybe I can help Rebecca understand the meaning behind woodpeckers. Let's take a look for her for woodpeckers. Hmm. I can't find the woodpecker in this list. Here's a book that I use a lot to get reference to me, that I make reference to uh, in, in the work that I do. I do have the woodpecker right here. And this book is by Stephen Farmer. It's just a brilliant book. It's called Animal Spirit Guides. Stephen D. Farmer, get the book if you guys are interested in animals um, and what the animals, how they represent. But if woodpecker shows up, 
often for you. It means that a storm is brewing, either literally or metaphorically. Um, but have faith, you're protected no matter what. So whether that how that storm is blowing, brewing doesn't matter. It's a good time to do some drumming and a rattling, whether to your own or with on your own or with a group of friends. And you're entering into a time of abundance and plenty. That's good news for you, Rebecca. <laughs> you're back at work. So you're running back into the, we're all kind of feeling that way, aren't we? Back into the time of abundance when we're getting paychecks. Go to a place in nature and lie on your back on the ground, breathe slowly and steadily and see if you can feel Mother Earth's heartbeat. Woodpecker is asking you to do this journey. Pay particular attention to your own cycles and rhythms and do your best to honor them by aligning yourself with them rather than being contrary to them. Now, um, when people are in alignment with nature, so for those of you that are hearing this for the first time and are connecting with woodpecker for the first time in what I'm saying and maybe having woodpecker experience around you, what you might want to do is to do that experience, do that exercise and just see how you're tuning into Mother Earth and how Mother Earth is tuning into you and how that's going for you. Um, but I really loved this. I loved getting this email. Um, it was actually so much fun. Rebecca, thanks again. I really, really appreciate it. But animals, uh, and so when you're asking, um, I had a client on today who had lost a, a pet and then they had gotten a new pet fairly quickly. And I, it was kind of interesting because there is that question, does this pet, is it jealous? Does the pet the past, is it jealous? Um, is it going to take care of my pet that I've got now? A lot of the time with animals, we'll see characteristics and behaviors in our animals that are similar to the animal that we lost. And they will have, it, it's a little bit different with people, but it is very much that way with animals. A lot of the time they will carry on like as if they were that animal with a bit of twerks to them, a little bit of tweaking that went on. And the personality is not 100% what theirs was, but you can see shades of them in that animal's character. And uh, that happens a lot with dogs um, and it happens with cats. Now, a lot of people have a natural affinity to cats and I'm talking about domestic cats. And so if you're if you are really into cats, so I'm going to give you the symbolism around cats and I'm going to give you the symbolism around dogs, because in our on our planet and through covid, a lot of people really adopted pets. And so there's a reason why that happens. And so here's the symbolism around cats. Cats carry many meanings revolving around the balance between what would look like opposites, such as inner and outer. Uh, taking action and resting, uh, light and dark. It's strongly symbolic of the connection of what usually hides in darkness or the unknown. The cat will usually represent patience, waiting for the right moment to act. Uh, it represents independence, but yet enjoys social connections. Uh, represents spirit of adventure and courage, deep, relaxed connection with self because cats are very connected to self, healing from the inside out instead of from the outside in, which is not possible. You heal from the inside out because it's heart. Remember, healing is about heart. Heart takes action. You take action. Change your thoughts from the inside to heal outwardly. And curiosity or exploration of the unknown or the unconscious. 
And we have to remember that cat, as we now know it today, it's mostly a domestic animal, wasn't a common animal for the American Indians. Uh, it was introduced by European settlers. And so therefore, it doesn't really have a part of the original totemic traditions. However, cat symbolism has pervaded many ancient and modern cultures, Egypt being one really around the world. Of course, the most well-known is the worship of the cat in ancient Egypt. And nowadays, the cat is often part of our ordinary life and an inspiring animal totem for many of us. Okay, so let's take a look at dog. Let's take a look and see what how dog is represented. Uh, just I'm talking about just a regular, ordinary dog, not any wolf or coyote or any of that, but I'm talking dog. We have, I have a grand dog. I have a couple of grand dogs, actually. So uh, this is a big shout out to Callie and a big shout out to Lucy. Both of them, I adore them. They're absolutely the most delightful little dogs. And dogs are really representative of a symbol of loyalty. Some of the questions around dogs, <laughs> there's a quote here. No animal I know of can consistently be more of a friend and companion than a dog. And that's Stanley Leonwall, Leonwall who, who wrote that. Dogs really are a symbol of loyalty. They're loyal uh, to anyone they see as their family. And that could be even when, um, even when my son and his wife and kids come here, they bring the dog with them, uh, either of my sons, because they each have a dog. The dogs know where they are. They're, they're, we're family and they know that. And so there's, uh, they're just as loyal to us as they are to anybody else in their own family, in their own house. And there's tons of stories throughout history of dogs staying by their owner's side, even at great risk to themselves. You can Google now on the Internet and find dogs. There was one that I saw not long, long ago where a lady was walking her dog and had an epileptic seizure. And the dog literally stood in the middle of the road until the next car uh, Pat went to pass and stopped and the man got out and went to the woman that was laying on the sidewalk and got help for his owner. So they're, they're amazing. If dog power animal comes into your life, it might signify that you're a loyal and true friend. And people who are experiencing loneliness or a betrayal may find the dog totem appearing in their lives as a reminder that loyalty does exist. Even though you are betrayed, loyalty is a very real thing. Um, you can tap into your own intuitive gift to manifest positive outcomes for yourself and for others by harnessing the power of ceremony around healing and positive change in your life and the lives of those around you. And you do that by bringing the practice of meditation in and visualizing your animal, bring your animal in with you. Um, Milo, my, my beautiful cat, used to sit with me when I'd meditate. As soon as I sat down on my meditation cushion, he was right beside me. And we actually started this when he was a kitten. And I had a meditation rock on the acreage. And I would go and sit on the meditation rock and he would come up and sit right beside me. And it was the most comforting thing. I really felt the loyalty there. And right now, of course, we're talking about virtually any man. Now, dogs are a symbol of trustworthiness, a symbol of protection. And we use dogs to do as pretend like there's police dogs, they're working dogs. They're a symbol of unconditional love, perseverance, they're a symbol of playfulness. It doesn't matter how hard they work. They always have time for play. You ever notice that? Whether it's chasing a ball or wrestling on the floor, they really like it. They approach it with joy. And the dog spirit animal reminds us it's always important to take some time to enjoy life.
And dogged is, a, is an expression that's used a lot to describe someone who never gives up even when they're exhausted. And it's not a coincidence because dogs are the same. There's amazing stories of dogs continuing to work well past the point of exhaustion. And the dog totem can symbolize that kind of persistence. And it comes into your life during a difficult time. It can be a sign to continue on. No matter what, don't give up. And how to find meaning. So how to find meaning to help you understand the meaning of your dog spirit animal. Ask yourself these questions. How does dog coming into your experience reflect on your need for companionship? And are you or others around you being faithful to either yourself and to others? And are you giving or receiving unconditional love? And the last question is, do you need to take a break from life's responsibilities and play more? I love that. I also, I really love that. So there's the meaning of dogs. Um, dogs will come up in your dreams. Uh, you'll come across dogs all over the place, like all the time. And I was mentioning that the raven is, a, is an animal that's relevant to me. The raven is my totem, as I mentioned. So let's talk a little bit about the raven spirit animal. I love the raven. I can remember when I was going to a retreat in Jasper in the Rockies, and I had three women with me. Um, and I wanted to stop because it, it was pouring rain, by the way, as we're driving into the Rockies. And we drove up to this one part of the road and the um, th th on the guardrail where there was kind of a turnout, people were looking at a, different things because there was a view a viewpoint. There was a raven sitting right on the rail and we parked right in front. I told them, I said, pull in. I need to go and say hi to the raven. And they laughed at me. Two of them did. One of them didn't. Two of them did. They were like, oh, ha ha, you're crazy. That's weird. I, and I just love them. I mean, that's fine. Not everybody believes the way I believe. If a raven totem is in your life, it signifies that magic is at play. And raven ignites the energies of magic, allowing it to become one with our intentions and our will. And look at the work I do. I mean, I didn't know I was going to be doing that even when raven was important to me initially when I was younger. Great changes can be achieved at this time and dreams can become a reality. The raven will show you how to walk into the dark corners of your inner conflicts buried deep within and open the doors to the deepest power of healing within our grasp. Isn't that cool? When raven comes into your life, it's assuring you of the impending change. He brings with him the ability to bend time and space for the perfect moment at the right time. Raven signifies rebirth, renewal, reflection, and healing. And Raven helps the transitions and transformations move along smoothly by casting light into the darkness. So when Raven enters your life, if you run across Ravens, if you're in the mountains, just revere them. Human and animal spirits intermingle. It's in the blackness that the Raven symbolizes that everything mingles until it is brought forth into the light. And the Raven can help facilitate this moving into the light, as well as shape-shifting your life and your being. And literally, I literally was able to change my whole life story by connecting fully and deeply with the Raven on a more spiritual level after I started doing this work. So it's really fascinating. Animals, their totems, animals that we have uh, in our domestic life, the meaning behind them. Pay attention to the animals you see in your world. Butterflies come up a lot or anything on the wing, actually, for people who have transitioned loved ones. They will send messages back because anything on the wing is not gravitationally stuck. <laughs> Does that make sense? 
anything on the wing. It could be an insect. It could be bees. It could be butterflies, dragonflies. It could be birds. It could be anything like that. We'll symbolically be able to bring you messages. Make sense? Okay. The card that I picked for you, isn't it interesting? I picked the elk. So this card says, stand tall and maintain your dignity no matter what. And others will treat you with the respect that you deserve. Somebody needs to hear this out there. You must stand tall and stay stay dignified. Stand within your power and stand within the power uh, that God has given you, the universe has provided for you, or that you've chosen to take on for yourself. Stand tall with dignity and others will treat you with respect that you deserve. All right, that's my little additional blurb on animals and how you can identify whether you've got animals in your life and what they mean and how you can connect with your crossover animals. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you again next week. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. If you love listening to this podcast, we have one little favor to ask you. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you love learning from Sharon, well, she's got a few great courses that are ongoing. Why don't you register for Kitchen Witchin? It's on now. All you have to do for more information is go to kitchenwitchin.ca. Or if you'd like to book an appointment with Sharon for a reading, or if you'd like to know more about Sharon, her psychic services, coaching sessions, and more workshops, go to SharonRose.com. That's Sharon with a Y. We'll talk to you next time.